0: Friends beyond binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, for some reason, even though I like, I don't think I could do. What is that called? A, not, is it an imitation of Eeyore? An imitation of Eeyore? A, like a, a, a critical review one day will say a poor a, 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 a imitation of Eeyore. And I say, well, I wasn't really imitating Eeyore, but I like saying it now. Hey, Eeyore, I'm your Bior, uh, B-or friend, uh, it's time for Sleep With Me, patrons, thanks for being there for me, and what do you say we get out with the show? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing trouble, getting to sleep trouble, staying asleep, well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts you're thinking about, like things on your mind from the past, the present, or the future. It could be feelings or emotions coming up uh, related to those thoughts or just left over or anticipate, you know, whatever feelings you're having. It could be physical sensations. It could be changes in time or temperature or routine. Whatever it is, I'm, uh, one, I'm glad you're here. Uh, And what I'm going to try to do is take your mind off of that stuff and keep you company while you drift off. Because, you know, just in case, this could be situational, work stuff, outside stuff, uh, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth shifts. I may, I might invent the seventh shift. Can't remember the last one. I said that's the first shift where people are working in 5D. And you say, like, here's the thing. I'd rather you work in one, one dimension. I don't need you, you know, I don't want you working in five dimensions. I want you here not working and going to sleep, I guess. So I'll go into the seventh shift and the fourth and fifth dimensions to kind of shut that down and say, hey, give us, this person's on break now. Imagine that. Like I come through a portal to your workplace, and they say, excuse me, this person's now on break. Uh, and they say, well, who are you? And I say, are you familiar with the tooth fairy? And they say, well, yeah. And I said, well, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the break fairy. I come from break, you know, land of, uh, I'm here to give this person a break. And I'd say that's, an, I'm an authority figure uh, and I have magical powers. So just in case, just so you know, I have this wand here, wings, I'm winged. And yeah, I'm wearing a smart outfit too because, uh it's, uh, this is breathable. Did you know this is breathable? You know, I said, well, I, I could be, a, you know, I could do that, uh, but I'd prefer something with a breathable fabric, uh, but comfortable. I don't, you know, I don't need anything, you know, like an also lay, I'm going to wear layers, uh, and that's why I have this, uh, also have this bag, uh, you can't see it. It's on my, it's a, they call it a backpack. It's a pack you wear on your back. But, yeah, you'll get used to this. It's a new thing. Uh, I'll be popping in, and i say, this person's on break now. Don't worry. It'll be reasonable, but it's reasonable for them to have a break. Uh, well, oh, you know what? I may be by your office later or not, depending on your behavior. You know, break fairy sees it all. I see it once. I see it twice. And if you misbehave, the break fairy sees it thrice. So, you better, you know, think about what would be nice, maybe a break. Uh, also increase. just so you know, we, we have one of those papers that come in a PDF. You got to put your email in to download it. But uh, it's a research paper on uh, efficiency breaks and efficiency. Uh, oh, I, oh, you thought I was introducing a sleep podcast. You're right. Uh, I got mixed up there. Sorry, I fell into a dual role. Uh, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders just went on. I mean, it wasn't pointless. Uh, it was, I guess that was more of a superfluous tangent. I said, well, they said, well, doesn't, the tooth fairy You still owe me 50 cents for my tooth, uh, back from, uh, and I'd say, okay, well, I'm on break, believe it or not. I'm actually the break fairy, but, uh. I'll get in touch with the Tooth Fairy and we'll see. I'll tell you what. Uh, since you gave all your employees one extra break, uh, here's an extra fifty cents. How? Oh, uh, you want those were uh, nineteen eighty-seven dollars? Hmm. Okay. Well, the Break Fairy doesn't do math, uh, so I guess you'll have to bring it up with the Tooth Fairy. I gotta get back. I also make a sleep podcast uh, that when I'm not. You know, when I'm not working. Uh, well, I'm able to do both, but uh, so, oh, so I'm going my voice glowing, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, all to take your mind off stuff so you could fall asleep. Now, my regular listeners, you already got to enjoy an early tangent there. I know that's a regular, for regular listeners, that's like a, usually a favorite thing, but if you're new, all of this could have thrown you off, which is totally understandable because, uh, I mean, this is not like other podcasts, even other sleep podcasts or sleep audio. Our show is very different because one, it's not meant to be listened to. It's meant to just barely, you just barely pay attention to it. So that's one part of it. The other part is it doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm just here to keep you company while you fall asleep. So that's why shows are over an hour to give you plenty of time to drift off. Uh, you can fall asleep at any, you know, whenever it's convenient for you, but that way you don't feel any pressure. You got plenty of time and I'm going to be here to keep you company and just talk. And you could either, as you become a regular listener, you say, okay, I prefer scoots at this volume because I kind of do pay attention. Also scoots, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to become a regular listener, but I'd love, uh, is it, where do I sign up for that break ferry service? Uh, And I'd say I don't know. I'm looking, you know. Obviously, I don't want to charge for it, so uh, I'm looking for some like supernatural funding. And and oh, also, just in case anybody's listening that has the ability, like gods or goddesses, uh, high-powered demigods and goddesses, supreme beings, members of the Supremes uh, that may may have superpowers. uh, You know, you could send some my way. I mean, I have to probably be like some sort of where I can be in two places, you know, where I can, because I'd like to be on break. Obviously, I'm going to be a break fairy, but you know, I'll I'll need some superpowers or supernatural powers, probably both. Uh, Multi, also some multi-dimensional stuff. Maybe an invisibility cloak, so in case, uh, you know, I got to do some, you know, I got to slot, like, you know, show up in the break room. And then I re- do a reveal. I say, this break room's empty. What's going on here? This is unacceptable. And the whole idea of, you know, people working from home now, i even going to have to show up at their places and say, hey, time for you to take a break. Uh, you know, so anyway, we'll, we'll, one day we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, maybe. Oh, so, but I'm doing a sleep podcast right now. So you don't really pay attention to me and don't really put you to sleep. Uh, other things that throw new listeners off is the structure of the show, which is understandable, because, again, this is not like a normal thing. Show starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you feel seen and welcomed in. Uh, then there's support for listeners. You know, if you need anything extra right now in the show notes or stuff, then there's support for the show so we can be here for free. Then there's uh, the intro, and the intro goes from like minute six or minute eight to about minute twenty. Though lately I've been testing out like a little bit shorter. When I say lately, like uh, when I'm recording it, but the episodes don't necessarily get you know they, they get anyway. It's not important. But so then the, after the intro is business uh, that keeps the show free, and then our uh, story tonight will be our. Uh, A finale of our episodically modular series, uh, Journey into the Land of Tomorrow, which you can listen to in any order at all. Just a bedtime story that's uh, slightly related to one another. And then there's the thank yous at the end. So the structure can throw people off, especially the intro, because a lot of new listeners say, well, when does the show get started? What is this intro stuff? And they said, well, you could skip the intro, and some listeners do. In like some podcast apps, let you do that. Or you could be a patron; you could just get story-only episodes straight to you. There's actually more list- patrons that listen to all intro, intro-only episodes though, than story-only episodes, though not by a lot, but pretty close. Uh, but more so. You kind of got to see what you do, but the, whole, the intro kind of serves a purpose to give you some distance from your day and to start the unwinding process, the unspooling of, of all that stuff that keeps us up. Uh, like I found that uh, I have to be eased into bedtime and actually the more I do this podcast and the more I get into saying, hey, what's going to be best for all of us here, my daughter and me, and what is our best r- what routine really works? It is like this longer wind down and and that's something you kind of got to slowly develop uh, and you do have to sacrifice. I mean, for us, it's like, well, we're going to start a, like making it your wind down routine more pleasurable and more, I don't know, what's important, you know, cl- closeness and, and, and stuff like that versus, hey, instead of watching TV for 45 minutes or an hour we're going to do a quieter activity. We're going to do some quiet sitting or meditating and then we're going to read together, maybe listen to an audiobook and then maybe listen to a sleep podcast. And that's just to ease you into bedtime and you can kind of adjust. Like some people are listening during the day for distraction, like some people are doing an activity or getting ready for bed. So just kind of see what works for you. But that's why the intro kind of feels like, at least initially, it goes on and on and on, where it's a show within a show, is because that's kind of how it's designed, uh, and it's easy to skip. For the, there's three percent of people that say I don't, I don't, I prefer not to listen to the intro. Though I will say the biggest intro fans are the people that initially didn't like the intro. It's just I don't know if that's irony or what. So that's the intro. Oh, yeah. And I talked about the story and everything. And the the reason I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep, really. And you deserve—I know how it feels out there in the deep, dark night. And if I can offer some relief and then you the ability to rest, uh, because I know how painful it is, to be honest, uh, but also because our world would be a better place. Uh, It just is a better place to live in, knowing that your life's a little bit better. And that's not something I can do for everybody— And it kind of is this this weird digital thing. But if my podcast, if this my rambling and stories and pointless meanders and, you know, light humor, whatever, it can keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. If you're awake, I'm going to be here to the very end to keep you company tonight. But I'm also going to be here to the very end if you fall asleep to keep you company. So that's important to me because you deserve some rest and you deserve an opportunity to be more rested tomorrow, to not dread bedtime, and to eventually flourish. So that's why I'm here. I really appreciate you coming by. I really hope and yearn and strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks again, and here's a couple ways I'm able to be here for you, free twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoots here. It's time for our episodically modular series, Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. Uh it's a episodically modular with a touch of seriality, but you can listen to the episodes in any order, so if this is your first episode, welcome. The characters are gonna catch you up on everything you need to know to be comfortable. If this is your first episode or your third, or you know, if you listen you say, Well, it's actually my fourth, I listen to episode nine, then episode six, then episode three. Now I'm listening to episode twelve. I say, Don't worry, characters that sounds perfect. So it's a—it's just a bedtime story. It's here for you, and it's, it's simply uh, some friends playing a role-playing game and going on an adventure. You know, the adventure of friendship. <laughs> I'm laughing just because uh, you know I'm laughing. Uh, it, it, you know, friendship's always an adventure, uh, and it's a—it's an adventure in its own. Put that on a pillow. Friendship—it's an adventure. Awkward, awkward knowing but loving and forlorn laugh that might not fit on a pillow but <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that cracks me up is true like she scooch you just said something true and i say well that's hilarious it's too true uh the adventure friendship and gameplay and the adventure itself uh Here, before we do that, zooming in all the way from Hollywood, here's the thing. I don't know if I've talked about this because I tried to respect his privacy, and he didn't exactly like it at first, but I said, well, if you drive from your home all the way to my driveway and you never get out of your car and then you drive back, you'll be close enough to be on my Wi-Fi, it'll be like you're here with me. And, uh, he said, yeah, sure. I don't have, he said, I, I guess he was, uh, he may have been being sarcastic when he said, no, yeah, I don't have anything else. Sounds perfect. So I'm going to drive all the way from Los Angeles, uh, to, to the East Bay, sit in your drive. And I said, well, uh, I said, do you think, do you- I wonder if my wifi reaches all the way to the street? Uh, and he made a knowing sigh and then, uh, you saw, but, uh, he's here to introduce the series. Uh, what a gentleman, what a voice, uh, what a person deep down and someone who loves to be on the road. Uh, maybe, uh, my friend, your friend, our Hollywood announcer, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, as a boys and girls are friends beyond the binary. It's time. To journey into the land of tomorrow, roll those dice. Whoosh! Yeah. Thank you, uh, San Antonio Banderas, and this is Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. All right, everybody, have a seat. Um, who's do like so? We we left off for a kind of like not like in, in mid planning. So who, which one of you is going to take over, uh, recapping and, uh, cause it may, this might be like, I don't want to, yeah, uh, it's kind of an important session. It's good to see everybody, but I want to get into it. Okay. Uh, this is Eleanor. Yeah. Um, I, I think Azel should do it, uh, uh, Lord von chill here. I, I agree. Azel's our leader, uh, and, uh, Granada yeah granada of darmak here i would say zell uh, Mwada? yes Mwada here i would say zell you are a leader I take it from here okay well i'm i am i am happy to take the lead here and uh, lead, like like i don't think it's a like it's not a binary thing leadership so just want to point that out uh, we all lead at, at times and we all can lead and but i will since you're looking to me to re- lead and recap the episode like where we were at uh this is pretty good one because we're a team of adventurers here in the land of tomorrow a land and in the theme park that has since uh gone to rest, uh, no longer in use. At some point it was discovered that there's a magical, powerful portal to another world here that needs to be sealed up and closed because it's having an impact on the area. And it could have uh, disastrous effects for our world, or more than likely. We've been searching for a staff, uh, a headpiece in a gem or stone or something to close the portal. We found that. And we're here in, uh, a, like a space, a dancing space attraction, mountain, a attra- mountainous space dancing attraction, space mountain dance off. Was that what it was called at some point? Uh, but, uh, we, we, we suspect we, we, we almost know the portal is below us. Uh, and we're about to uh, try to complete our mission, and we're a team of adventurers. I'm Zell, a, uh, a stout-hearted warrior, I would call myself, uh, along with our other warrior, uh, like, uh, you know, from the upper to Lord Von Chill. Land- I guess if you're a lord, you're landed gentry. Uh, working with uh, Lord Von Chill's Granada of Darmok, fleet of foot, nimble of finger, great with the lasso, we learned. Uh, is Granada of Darmac, uh, then our healer, our nurse. But also such a strong warrior in, in their own right is uh, Eleanor, fl- fl- a nurse of the three Florences. And then uh, no longer in uh, humanoid form, but now in a water form, who can sometimes take on humanoid form, but I uh, don't quite understand that, is our wizard MWADA, and they think that's it, we're here, right? like, uh, and uh, we're at, the, oh, we're, we have, I could do a place setting and lead into our plans, I guess, if I'm a leader. Uh, we we got into the top of this, uh, th- this is a well-guarded and protected place, uh, this uh, Space Mountain Dance-Off that I'm calling it, uh, we had to get past a wizard who was guarding the door, also, we suspect that outside of where we are, outside of the boundaries of this uh, magical kingdom, we're in the land of uh, some strange tower erupted from the ground. We we think that's related to the portal. And we're here. We're here at the kind of the one of the um, set pieces of the ride. I don't know what they call it. Where there's animatronics for a time that feature one of the characters from this. Uh, Company, the goof, uh, and the goof's cousins or kids or nephews or something and friends, but they're in outer. They're in a funkified version of outer space or radical version of outer space, where very cartoonish in a good way. I think. I mean, this looks pretty funny and fun. But they were teaching uh, outer space beings imaginary fictional ones how to dance and that was what would set up i don't know i thought a lot about it because i said i would ride this attraction would set up the darkness and the day glow and the um, funky music for the rest of the attraction and disco type stuff and that it would be fun like dancing is oh i think maybe we speculated peace through dance And we've been working, we have a plan, we've recovered the best we can. We're going to take all, we're going to get all our hit points back up and um, maybe cast magical aid again or whatever to to have our hit points as maximum as we can. And we're going to use our magical wrench that we found can bring these animatronics to, to somewhat of life and train the animatronics to go down And this is, I'm speaking to the DM as well as our party, but feel free to, if anybody from our party wants to interject, uh, train these animatronics, put them on the ride, send them down to surprise the wizards, and teach them to just simply uh, grab the wizards and hold them, and then we'll go down and deal with it, whether the wizards... I mean, there's a lot there's some noise down there, but there's also also the wind against this building, so it's really hard to tell what's going on in here and some other sound, maybe that's the portal uh, there's like the humming of the wind, but there's some other humming pulsing. And then we'll go down maybe use we were taught we had talked a while ago about playing d- dumb versus using stealth or a combination, but I guess we could decide as we get closer. But obviously try to surprise the wizards and see what they're up to. Close the portal, uh, whether the wizards are going to work with us or against us or who they are. Maybe we're only assuming they're wizards, but I think that's like uh, based on, that's inferring based on the information we have at hand. Uh, This is Eleanor. Yeah, so... Yeah, I can roll to cast, like, A to try to boost our hit points, and I think we have enough med kits to get everybody to 100%, and we won't be able to rest. So I'll have, uh, like, uh, what should we do about the staff and stuff? That's the only thing I was thinking. Should we put it to get together? Like, wada could you let us know? Or should we just figure it out when we get down there? This is Lord Von Schill. I, I, I think this is a good plan, and those are good questions. Thanks, Eleanor. Granada, I, I'm in agreement. Uh, uh, this is Mwada. Eleanor, th- since you brought it up, I, I would think that maybe because of my water form, maybe the staff is best uh, held in your hands. And at first, I wanted to say we should hide it, but I think we should have it ready. Because the only thing is, what if we could just close the portal, like, from stealth? Like, I don't know. Like, we don't really know much else, uh, uh, right? It's like uh, we're, we're, we may be still missing one piece of information. But if it's like a two-sided portal or something, we get down there. What if we don't even have to deal with the Wizards? We could just close it. This is Zell. Uh, are you saying that 100% is WADA or with any, like, a... Because it's hard, because you're being played as an NPC, kind of. This is MWADA. I mean, let's be realistic, but uh, it's just an idea. I felt I wanted to interject as a possibility. But uh, was it's not a scripted? I it's a scripted idea that I it's not a scripted from the, the adventure manual. Okay, good enough. Uh, okay, so can we roll for all that uh, magical aid? For Eleanor and then training, like, a DM, is that okay? Like, does that sound like our initial plan? Okay, so your plan, let's just go over it. So, magical aid. Okay, actually, okay, that worked. Uh, so, I have, you, you kind of, hit points are boosted. So, I got that. Um, then your plan is to, like, use a wrench and then train... The goofs in the the, 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 like, it looks like there's three uh, sets of cars up here. So if you were going to go down in the third car, two, four, six, you could send down eight goofs in the first two cars, four each. Uh, so you want to train them to go down and then grab the wizards using the wrench. And then you will go down in the last car. uh... Is that, is that, what, can, is, that is, is that a consensus decision? Does that sound correct? Yeah, this is Zell. I'm looking at everybody, and I think that's correct. Uh, it, like, uh, especially with MWADA, like, yeah, like uh, wh- whoever has the best. Can we just go with those easier rules of like? Whoever, I would assume MWADA, yeah. Yes. Can we just roll for that with our best, whoever's most able? Okay. Yeah. Because of the magical wrench and widest condition. Uh. But uh. You're also in this place of heightened awareness and 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 things. Uh. You. you okay. Um. All right. Okay. So a quick question. So there's um. You could send down eight uh goofs or in in so there's um there there's goof and he has three nephews then there's like a like another green goof uh then there's so there's like about 14 total characters you could try on do you want to try on all of them or a limited number is there down if we try on all of them doesn't that increase our odds of uh yeah, it does i just wanted to Okay, that's what I mean, like, about, I mean, I'm going to, oh, yeah, oh, yes, thank you. Okay, so you're successful at training uh, seven of them, and then the other ones fail, and they either, they just don't activate, or they kind of just wander around. But those seven, you feel confident you've trained to sit in the car, get out of the car, and find a wizard, or anyone anyone they encounter down there and hold on to them others but they won't it won't backfire like i rolled for that too so they won't they know who all of you are okay so can we just send them down okay you successfully send the cars down okay and then i guess we should go down right away because uh we 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 should uh, like uh like i guess we didn't talk about that but uh but maybe wait like thirty or seconds or a minute. Uh, what does everybody think, Eleanor? Yeah, I think that, that uh, that's a good idea. Yes, Lord, Lord von Schill here. I I, I think that works. Uh, could we get in the car? I'm excited. Uh, is this? Do we know if this is a good idea? Uh, DM, I, I don't like. Uh, you heard the other cars going, and but it's tough to hear. You know, because of like uh, as El said, the noises in this place. Uh, uh, Granada here, I can uh, use a lasso uh, and uh, keep la- I have multiple lassos I could make, uh, and then I could use a lasso to kind of help us go slower. If that sounds good to everybody, like a little bit like rappelling, and then I could control the speed of our car, independent, since we're not animatronics. I'm sure if the animatronics, like they'll be fine. Okay, this is Zell. I think that's a brilliant idea. DM. Okay. So so just to so you're going to slowly rappel down in the car with Granada um uh like uh, using it to control your speed. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay, so you go down so far the first rope runs out, Granada throws the second rope and uh it thinks it held but it didn't so when granada let's ro- go the second rope the weight of the car pulls the the the, the or let's go the fl- first rope uh the second rope does not hold and your car picks up speed for a little while you all kind of brace yourselves and you're kind of figuring out what to do but before you could even discuss it the car kind of goes into a, a braking area and uh like a uh the back uh, like oh, three out of the four trains there's two trains two t- cars each uh you you kinda you slow down enough but then you, you get stuck behind a, a train a, like uh, three cars went down one car's there in the brake area you don't you you safely get stuck behind it there's two animatronics there and they're just sitting in their seats uh okay uh, can we push their car out of the way or do something? and can we double check our ropes next time? You, okay, this is DM. you're not a, the car, you, you, those cars are permanently you're, you're stuck. Uh, you're gonna have to find an alternative way down. Okay, can you give us an idea of where we are? Yes, yeah, so you're on a, a platform that was used to, that would be used to actually to get people on or off the ride. And there's kind of catwalks going in each direction. It looks like if you went left uh, on the catwalk, that seems to be where there's more of the pulsating noise coming from, where to the right it heads more towards the side. Like that's to the left is more towards the center of the building, where to the right is more towards the side of the building. Okay, can we head towards the right? Uh, And see what we see, and go ahead cautiously, uh, like uh, with caution. Okay, eventually you get to a ladder, and you'll have to climb down, and it's pretty far. So um, I can roll for everybody if you want to do that, or you could kind of keep going. Okay can we check the ladder for sturdiness and um um yeah really check the ladder for sturdiness and then how long is this going to take us uh, or can we or should we look for other options Okay you checked the ladder for sturdiness and it seems pretty sturdy like it, it's uh built into the it's built into a support so it's uh you're confident that, you, like, uh, that it's, it's it's sturdy. But as you're also checking it, you start to hear the sounds of like distant, covered up sounds of commotion, which I don't know what that would lead all of you to believe. Uh, it means our uh, Lord von Chill here. This means our uh, our 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 crews arrived down there. Let's start climbing. If it's oh, uh, that would be my votes. Yeah, this is all. Uh, I guess we better just get going. Okay, so you all are successfully climbing down. It does take some time, though, because it's like a ladder and you wanted to be spaced out uh, if you were doing it safely, which I was implying, I guess. So it takes you about 15 minutes to get down to the bottom of the ladder. Okay, as we're going down the ladder, did we hear? Can we were we listening? And what did we hear? And then what do we see at the bottom of the ladder? Okay, as you were going down the ladder, you heard a lot of commotion, and then the commotion started to die down. And as you got towards the bottom of the ladder, you kind of hear someone in a somewhat intensified voice, uh, like uh, uh, trying to reason. But you only hear, and you hear the pulsing, and then you hear some other voices uh, it also reasoning or um, like kind of like saying stuff. Uh, okay, what does everybody think? Sounds like uh, our plan worked. Uh, maybe there was, um, maybe they think we're closer than we are, or they think that uh, animatronics can hear them. Uh, but we should uh, we make haste, I think, because sooner or later, if they're really good wizards, they'll figure out a way to um get out of the animatronics. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So what do we see here? Okay, so you're at the bottom, like so. It's a big concrete floor, and you kind of see that there's like tattered um fabric that they use to kind of separate parts of the ride, uh, to cause darkness or different effects. And so you can kind of see through some of the tattered stuff, like the tracks and uh, like some, a light source and the sounds and everything in a direction that would be kind of, um, if your, your back is to the ladder or your, if you got off the, well, yeah, if your back is to the ladder, It'll be to your right. Uh, okay, um, I think we should kind of discuss a plan then uh, before we head over there. What does everybody think of uh, how we? How should we play this? Uh, uh, this is Granada. I think we should use stealth. Uh, I don't think personally we need to like wander in and say, "Oh, what's happening here?" I think we should get as close as we can. With stealth and then uh, um, be ready to close the portal, but also ready for anything. Yeah, this is uh, Eleanor. I agree with that. Uh, I mean, they don't know what is with us. So, like, I think, um, what is there anything you can do to find out more? Or if you sense anything, can you let us know? And then I think also we should be aware of what is plan at least uh, to say, can we close the portal or where is the portal? So I think we should get closer, get more information, but be ready. Okay. Uh, uh, this is, uh, yeah, I think, can we, can we see how stealthy we can be? Okay, this is the DM. Yes, yeah, so... It's very. There's a lot of noises, right? And as you get closer, you're moving with stealth. It's open. It's area with a lot of places to be stealthy. But the good thing is that there's enough light, and you can all see enough that it's just kind of. It makes it easy for you to kind of get closer and closer. Towards the sounds and light, and you can definitely hear as you're getting closer. The wizards or voices. The voices seem to be trying to reason with somebody. Uh, and also you hear some brainstorming about, uh, exactly what Lord Von had said. Like, we got to get out of it. We got to get like, uh, can anybody get free or think of anything? And then you also hear some, uh, some wizards trying to cast spells, but they don't seem to be working either. Okay. Why did you think that's important, uh, that, that the wizards can't cast a spell? Uh, this is what, uh, I mean, it, I guess it's important to know because uh, it may limit, it may, I think we should keep that in mind if whatever they're dealing with or the portal is blocking some sort of magic use or if it's just that um, the animatronics are so effective. I don't think we, but I think we should prepare not to be able to use magic. Uh, but other than that, kind of going along with our plan. Okay, Uh so should we just try to get closer uh like uh I don't know did we stop for some reason I can't remember Uh you 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 didn't you did stop now while you're talking you notice uh Uh, like at first you you thought it was just a another light or something, but there's a light coming towards you. It's kind of growing, not growing a lot. It went from a pinprick and it kind of seems to be floating towards all of you and it's definitely coming towards you at kind of a slow meandering pace, but it's making its way towards you. Okay. Uh, everybody get ready. Uh, we should try to still be quiet though. Anybody have any idea what's coming towards us? Wada, do you sense any magic? Um, what is? Is there some sort of... Uh, do do could, could we just be ready and uh, try to figure out what it is? Okay, um, I'm going to use you then, Zell, and since you're the leader, you're watching it. Everybody's ready, and you, say, you do say, this looks a bit like one of those... Uh, uh, nighttime light, light, friends. We used to catch as kids uh, out in the forest. It reminds me of that uh, coming towards us. Seems to be slightly bigger, and uh, but I would still say ready. Just uh, you stay ready, just in case. And also, like uh, you, you do, say granada. You sense anything mechanical or you know at play here, or anything sort of surprising. Granada rolls and says, nope, I'm clear that there isn't anything mechanical because I rolled a 16. Okay, so I guess we wait for this thing to approach dramatically, and then what happens? It's, oh, it's like a a firefly from my youth or something like it. It's coming towards us, and it arrives, and then what happens? Uh, The firefly which is about the size of uh, a small ball you could hold in your hand, floats in front of you. And it does have features that are familiar to you, like eyes and a nose and a mouth, uh, but you sense something otherworldly about it. uh, And it looks uh, at all of you and it says, uh, are you with the wizards? Uh, this is Zell for my party, not for the DM. Like, uh, is it okay for me to take the lead on this? And then if you feel like you need need to let me know anything to just interject or, po- you know, you know what I'm saying? But I'll see what I can figure out here. Uh, but I'm going to uh, slow, you know what I mean? I'm going to take the lead. You're our leader, Zell. Yes, yeah, Zell, you're a leader. Okay, this is Zell speaking to the, uh, who who are who are you? We... we, we uh, I'm Zell. Who who are you? Hello, Zell. I'm uh it would be tough to explain who I am. I'm my name would not make sense uh I'm trying to figure out what I've learned from your world uh but I'm a concerned citizen from my world and that's that's you could call me CC, I guess okay CC. uh what do you are you uh you're from another world yeah, I'm from the, the world of portal is opened I, I thought uh did you send down those dancing space dogs uh that uh that uh embraced the wizards um uh, maybe we did I just don't i i don't fully i'll be honest with you we don't fully trust you cc we don't even know who, who who you are And can you tell us more well they came down on the ride a few minutes ago and embraced the wizards and they're, they're holding the wizards in their brace the timing was not was interesting because uh there's uh the reason i came out was i saw coming into your world uh, a being from our world uh that has entered your world in the, the wizards. It's complicated, but it's not not a good thing. Okay, that could have been us. But could you get so? C- c- can you just help me understand the situation more? So the wizards are now in the embrace of dancing dancing space dogs, or their space friends, and you are from the portal. My understanding right now give you what we know is that that portal goes to another world, a kind of magical realm. And that, uh, maybe we are tasked with closing that portal to protect our world because our understanding is that it just, it's like, uh, that your world is full of magic. That is neither all good or all bad. Why am I like close here? in that, uh, that, uh, but it's not not compatible with our world. Yeah, this is Mwada. Uh, this being does seem to be made up of some magic that I don't understand. But also, um, yes, uh, it does a great summary, Zell. Ah, yes, this is Cici. Yeah, this is that's a water-based being. You are correct, I believe. I don't totally understand your world, but I would say that your theory that a lot of beings in our world are incompatible with your world, including the being that has exited the portal and is now um, meeting some of your wizards there, and to give you, the wizards have been here a while, messing around with this portal. I think waiting for you. And and I, I was listening at the door, because I was concerned that this portal's been open and that the wizards. They've been trying to learn what they can. They've uh, unfortunately they they didn't realize that uh, our world is kind of more of like a. It's not all solid material. And so they sent in some wizards that it didn't work out for because uh, you can't enter our world in solid form. Like even I, if you look at me closely, you'll see I'm a little bit gelatinous. And uh, the being that has come out is like a giant S-L-U-G that you would see in one of your gardens. And also, I'm able, just so you know, I'm able to absorb your, not absorbing you, but uh, get information from you as we spend time together and from the wizards. And I do know that I absorbed from the wizards that I've been watching. They weren't honest with you. That they did. That you are the party they hired to close the portal. But the Wizards Council, with this access to this magic, they also wanted to. They more wanted to come close and open the portal. And study it. And then they called this. They felt this powerful force. Uh, and it came too close. And now it's come through. And it, this being, this is an organic being in our world, but in your world, the power of the magic of this being just not compatible with your world. And it's dug a hole, it may have even uh, gone into the earth, uh, and um, it's, you know, it's like uh, conferring with the wizards in a way that the wizards would not enjoy Okay, uh, CC. can I just also, in behalf of my party of adventurers, kind of reflect back to you what you said? So the Wizards, we're, we were tasked with coming and closing the portal. We may or may not have the ability to do that, and or, or we don't totally understand that. We've got nothing against your world other than, if it's not compatible, we'd like to close the portal. I don't know what you want because you haven't made that clear other than you're, you're concerned sounds like the wizards were mocking about and, and, and they wanted us, uh, from other information we know that maybe you're already learning from us by studying us or whatever that I'm not sure I'm comfortable with, they wanted to, to kind of wear us down so when we got here they probably could have told us what to do. Uh, but we still want to close the portal and complete our mission, whether the wizards and maybe give the wizards a stern talking to. Um, so we definitely don't trust the wizards anymore. And they definitely maybe underestimated us. Uh, so, would you help us close this portal and maybe get this, this giant slug being from your world back? Because what would happen if we close the portal with the slug being? It wouldn't be compatible. It would change your world, uh, slowly. Uh, it kind of like, uh, takes on, it, it, it uh, assimilates, uh, like that's what it's doing with some of the wizards, but it's in a state that's, uh, neither like, uh, you have stage of, stages of existence inside of that being is like this, uh, long stretched out existence, which you're not really ca- like, uh your universe isn't designed for that kind of existence, so you wouldn't enjoy it. Like, uh, it's too hard to explain. It's just a different, totally different type of existing. Okay, so can we get that thing back in there, then close the portal? And um, what other things are we seeing that we shouldn't do? Is there any help you could offer us? Is there anything you could tell us about how difficult this is going to be or best practices? And oh, is is the, the something about it? The, ma- the magic's not working. Yes, there's not much I can do to help you because I'm just a small little f- firefly. Deal. You seem to be powerful to deal with that the slug. Um. What I would say is I could go back into the portal, and uh, find. We we do have other types of beings, not the same as me. More like in your world, you'd call it an infant. These are they're not like an infant in our world. We call what would I say steam beings. They're mist beings. And I could call some mist beings uh, and ask them for help. What they could do is go into the tunnel that the SLU... Like, try to pull anything out of there. Because I don't think you'd be able to do that. Uh, I guess if there's some way you could get it into the portal, the slug, um, and then close the portal, and then we use some of the steam beings. The only other thing I would be concerned about is anything left over. Some of the steam beings will be left over. They're not suited. You would be asking them to come live in your world. So I would say if there's a way to seal, like, you'd have to, you wouldn't want them interacting with your world. Like, if you keep them in a building or, you know what I mean? It's not incompatible in a negative way. It's just it wouldn't be fair to them or to you to have them wandering around your world. Okay. Also, um, we have this staff. We're not exactly sure how to use it. uh. And, uh, oh, they had that magic question. Oh, yeah, magic doesn't seem to work. You could use some of the staff. You could use the staff, uh, um, like, uh, that must be the way they... I think my understanding is that that you're closing the portal by absorbing it into that stone on the staff, and... uh, it would be simply when you're ready to close it, uh, uh, like, uh, j- just imagine it. Whoever's holding the staff is, like, a focusing. very. So someone that would be very good at focusing and holding the staff uh, and, um, uh, like, kind of focusing on it closing. I think you could probably use the staff. At least it has kind of the power of the portal, to like imbue your, 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 your tools there for battling. Maybe I don't like, I think that would work. Um, Maybe your magic user would know more if they, you know, made a, made a attempt or something, but yeah, I can help. Uh, I think we would also need someone. um, This is like a little complicated, but I think convenient because I've met your other friend there. I can't get back into the portal uh, without some help. So I need someone to to, to kind of—it's uh, just my certain—like, uh, uh, same with the SLUG or the STEAM beings. We can't just go back into the portal. It's tough to explain, but basically they have to be taken into the portal or taught. Again, it's, it's like a, you would say we're unwilling to go through the portal— but it's more of a not able to, like I can't will myself back into the portal even if I want. Okay, Wada, could you, let me review everything before. So, basically what we need to do is we need to trust you that you'll help us with these steam beings create, a, um, in some sense, like a weather pattern where... Your steam beings are going into the tunnel below the SLU slug being, enforcing any remnants or, or or whatever that we don't understand, in forcing those back into the portal. But those steam things aren't necessary, necessarily able to push the, the slug in ourselves. So we have to do that. Obviously, we're the heroes or the adventurers, maybe. I'm not saying that in a grand way. That's on us. The hardest part is on us. You need somebody to pull you into the portal or take you into the portal, and none of us solid beings could do it, but Wada is a water based being now, so Wada might be able to do it. We can't use magic, but we might be able to imbue our, uh, my bow or, or arrows and, and, uh, everyone else's stuff, uh, Someone with great focus, which is Eleanor, I think, but Eleanor, you could you can disagree, he needs to close the portal when we get the slug through it. Also, we need to figure out how to seal off the park or the building for the steam beings to be here. So Wada, we need some help with some of this stuff uh, with your knowledge. Okay, well, th- that's great, so I think that's all, pop- like, really solid info. I guess I would roll w- Mwada to see if I could come up with a plan to seal off the park. And I guess I'm happy to 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 uh, to take the, the 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 lightning bug into the portal because if I'm liquid, it, I, I guess I would ask, what are, are there any other consequences? Um, but uh, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to roll to see if I could come up with a plan uh, to accomplish that. Um, it sounds like what the, like CC is saying is that uh, using the staff on your your things would give us some kind of bonus, which probably the DM would be able to tell us what that is. Yeah, so I guess I would turn it over to the DM. I, I mean, I'm ready to find out those two things. Uh Okay, this is the DM. Thanks, uh, uh So, for as far as the uh, staff goes, uh, you would have to decide to try that, and then I would tell you the results, which I'll tell you the results just in case, you, and then you could try it. Uh, uh, but you could power all of your things, uh, and it would give you a pretty nice advantage, like basically a bonus and... Uh, double up, uh, but you're not exactly sure how long that will last, obviously. So, wait, they'll do double damage and we'll have a bonus? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I mean, not do- double, you know what I mean? Like an advantage, yes, yeah. I mean, not, a, we'll roll, but uh, yeah. Okay. And then, okay. And then rolling for the, so Wada says, uh, well, um, the one thing I could think of is that, uh, there is a way for the wizards to, those are powerful wizards out there. If they're from the wizards council and they could choose, uh, if there's four of them, uh, to create a four points, like they could go to the four points around this theme park, uh, and pretty much permanently seal it off, uh, like some things, natural things would be able to cross in and out, but this already has boundaries and stuff, uh, uh, so it wouldn't be a hundred percent sealed against air and weather and stuff like that. But uh, sentient beings would not be able to, like anything sentient, uh, which I think it was my understanding, even if it's from another world, uh, wouldn't be able to cross in or out uh, permanently. Um. The only thing is the wizards would have to choose to do that because that would be, in order to enact that thing, according to the rules, uh, they would have to, that would be their permanent status forever. Uh, like, kind of like the other beings that were guarding the building. I don't know if those were volunteers or not, but they would have to volunteer to do to do that, uh, to seal the park uh, and give up their existence. I mean... Okay, this is Zell. I don't know. Is there a way we can communicate with them? Wada, can't you do some sort of water talk into the ears? Like, how likely are we to be able to convince them to do that? Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, I can talk to them, yes, uh, uh, through water. Yeah, water ear talk. That's how I communicate with all of you now. I'm pretty sure I could do it at this distance. Um. The thing is that, uh, I don't know if they would do it. I mean, they might feel bad. Oh, I'm sorry, CC, did you have something to say? I just had an idea. So there were, uh, six wizards. One wizard has already joined with uh, the slug, and another wizard is in the process of that. But the other four wizards have been watching that unfold, and they kind of have a sense of what that would be like, uh, so you could just give them a choice. Uh, they, You could wait, uh, and they could join in with the slug, which they know is not going to be a pleasant permanent state of existence, too. Where, if it's my understanding, with this situation, they would actually move on to another stage of existence. This one, they would be locked in one stage of existence, like within the slug, versus they could do something good, protect their magic in the world, and move on to whatever the next stage of wizarding is. Uh, is that correct, Wada? Sounds correct. Okay, this is... Uh, can we just roll for this? Because this kind of feels cursory. Uh, okay, yeah, so you roll with it. And can we can we get to the... I want to get to this dealing with this slug thing. Okay, so you do, the wizards agree to that... Uh, WADA presents that choice, they say, okay, let us know when, and we will do it, but please hurry up, we'd much rather, like, please hurry. Okay, so this is, we got to come up with a plan now, so we have our blessed weapons, we'll send WADA, oh, we didn't ask CC about what will happen, how we get WADA back, uh, so basically we would, how are we going to get the slug in there, can we push it or something, how big is the slug? Can we get closer and observe CC and can you answer the question about WADA and can we roll to get as close as possible to see what we see? Okay, so you get as close as you can see. The slug is very big uh, and it's gelatinous. So pushing it is probably out of the option because you're watching. You probably don't want to touch it. It's pretty apparent you, you could get a you probably want to stay at least a dis at least a like a like a, a axe length away from it. Oh boy! So how are we going to get this thing in there? How big like a, how big is big like compared to the steam giant? Uh, is it like bigger or smaller? Oh, much smaller than that. Like it's about the size of two of you or two and a half of you, two and a half Lord von Chills. Where? The Steam Genie's about six or seven or eight, Lord Von Chills. Okay. Oh, this is Granada of Dormach. I have an idea. What if I sneak out? The Steam Giant can't see. I could use my lassos, and, you know, I also, like, uh, I do have some uh, animal husbandry skills. What if I ride the Steam Giant in? Maybe we even use the wrench on the Steam Giant, or I could try and use it to uh, um, uh, toss the slug in. Okay, this is, a, I like that idea. I guess we could try, we can try that. I think we should probably, because I can see the DMs making it like there's a time, like that once that wizard's done, which it seems like that time is passing and I'm aware of it because I see a timer time moving, um, so, we, I, I mean, it, it does it, but that's a reality. We'd be watching it anyway. So, I think we should make our move get the wizards to seal off the area, send Wada and uh, uh, CC into there to get the steam beings out, um, and have Granada see if Granada can sneak out and get that. And then Lord Von Chill, Eleanor, and I will engage the Slug at a distance. Or, or, or what does everybody think? Uh, this is Lord Von Chill. I would say yes. Like I, I'm not trying to be a hero, but I think that you, uh, 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 Eleanor, needs to be the most protected with the the, the staff. Uh, Zell, uh, with your bonuses, I think you your longbow, and I will get close, but I will remain a safe distance away. Because I'm trying to think, this if this thing is like double or two and a half, that means its hit points are double or two and a half, or more, and we probably need to weaken it uh, for, uh, uh, for, 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 for you know what I mean. Okay, and yeah, I guess we can uh, we can accidentally safely assume that our weapons will work because of the blessing of CC's you know, CC's idea. So we would have to roll. Okay, so we would have to see: is CC and Wada successful? Is Granada successful? Are the Wizards successful? And can we enga- and we engage? Uh, this is Lord Vanchel. Quick question: wh- What about you? Haven't told us what's going to happen to Wada. If the Wizard or the Wizards are going to seal the park with us in it, though, too, correct? Uh, this is CC. Wada will come. Unfortunately, WADA will have to be a member of our world uh, and see if we can make it. I don't think Wada, WADA has kind intentions, so WADA could be another concerned citizen, new citizen in our world. But there's no way for WADA to re-enter your world uh, without it messing up our plans. Okay, what about the rest of us? So DM... You'll also be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you're, it's, the whole theme park will be sealed off. So it's pretty big, but yeah, that'll be your world uh, forever. Okay, but there could be other adventures in the theme park uh, for heroic, but I can't return to my uh, castle and manor. Now that's unfortunate. Uh, Zell, Uh, Eleanor, what do you, Granada, what do you think? Granada of Dharma. I'm not happy about this, but I I have, you know, we have to do what we have to do. This is Eleanor. The three Florences will guide my choice and it's clear. Yeah, this is Zell. We just got, we got to do it. And, And yeah, I guess we'll have to learn to get along or something. And Wada, how do you feel? Normally I think we could have a big talk about this, but, uh, I'm watching the Wizards almost uh, done. So yeah, this is what it's fine. Um, It's been a pleasure working with all of you, but I think we have a lot of things to roll for. So I will say goodbye to all of you, but because I'm, you know, it's been a pleasure and I've learned a lot. Okay, that's like this is it. That's a little anticlimactic, but just what what we have time for. So. Does all that make sense, DM? Can we, I guess, can we roll for all that, or what do we have to roll for him? What can we do? Okay, so so WADA communicates with the wizards. That's your check, and the wizards are ready. So you would just have to, when you, so yeah, uh, WADA and CC go into the port. can go, you want all this to happen, I'll just, I just want to make sure. WADA and CC will go into the portal release the steam spirits at the same time Granada's is going to be sneaking out and then you'll engage release the wizards the wizards will make their attempt and then we'll roll for that'll be this will be an encounter so we'll roll for initiative and go from there sounds yeah yeah let's do it Okay, so uh, uh, CC and Wada don't have to roll. That's just kind of part of the story. So they do go in. You know, there's tear shed, yada, yada, yada. The steam spirits come rushing out. Uh, That's one. So that's one thing that's happening. At the same time, uh, Granada 16. So you do successfully sneak by. This is all gonna be part of a round, so I'm also okay. It just has to be because otherwise it'd be too hard to track. So basically the order of action is gonna be Zell, LVC, Slug, Eleanor, Granada. And uh, the wizards would go between Zell and Lord Von Chill. Uh, but they only have like they only have two actions leave and like and then can can they complete it? But they're like very very high level wizards. So, um, does that sound straight to everybody? Uh, sounds interesting. So yeah, let's do it. Okay, so everything happens at once, other than what's happening in the background with the steam steam spirits. Uh, but that kind of gives you confidence as you see them flowing out and into this hole below the slug. Which you say, wait a second, does that hole go all the way to the tower? And it does, but you don't know that, but whatever. Uh, so you go in, Zell, you're going to. Oh, so Zell, just Lord Chill went over your actions, but I just want to double check. Uh, and so you're going to be using your bow. LVC is going to be using his axe. And Eleanor, you'll be using your. Um, uh you, you, whatever you have like your dis your 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 bow sounds good um okay so okay this is what happens uh, so Zell goes you launch uh uh to, you get two actions oh I guess your first action would be to release the wizards which is successful your second action would be bow. Um, which is eleven plus your bonus, so that does twelve. That does. I'll be using the numbers just to be clear. Twelve on the slug. The wizards, after they're released, they do follow through and they leave. Ideally, to go seal, you know, at the four points to create this impenetrable barrier, you know, permeable but impenetrable. Lord von Chill. You get a fifteen and a two, so you do on your first one. You hit uh, and do fifteen. Well, I've never felt more powerful. Okay, now the slug goes, uh, and the slug has uh, three things. Uh, and uh, first, it uses. It's like uh, it, 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 it is surprised, uh, but it's not surprised into inaction so it does it gets a 14 it kind of swings at on chill does 12 and then it shoots like a, a like a, a slime shot uh, like just one thing and that does a 13 oh no two shots so 10 and a 13 so it hits eleanor and zed it does or Zell it does 10 each Eleanor, you get a 16, so you do 10 on the slug. Granada, you got a 16, so you successfully get out to the steam giant. Um, in this round, it takes you one round to reach the steam giant successfully. Oh, and to get on it. And so you, you reach you, you, in that role. You, may, you, you have the time to sneak out, jump on it from the thing just because of the distance and stuff. It's not really that far. So with the bonuses and everything, Zell, you go from 47 to 37, Lord Vanchel, 42 to 30, Eleanor, 41 to 31, and the slug goes from 133 to 96. Whoa, 133 to 96. All right, this is Zell. Let's do it. We're, we're the, let's stay strong and let's do it. And, and, and Eleanor, be ready. Uh, let's let's go. A- action surge and everything too, okay? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, action surge too. Okay, so Zell, you do um, tw- okay, two miss. You you do twelve with your action surge, and your two. two so and then Lord von Schilt. Tw- okay, so you do thirty. So Zell, you get one thing off with uh, one extra thing. Or Vanchello, you get in two good swipes for thirty. Slug miss takes a swipe at uh, LVC and misses, but manages to squirt. Uh, it's kind of like a unpleasant, you know, magical uh, like spillage on it. Zell and Eleanor. Does ten each, and you. Kind of like a la- like la- lava, but not like lava. Eleanor, you do 10 more on the slug. Oh, okay, Granada, 11, but you have your dexterity bonus. Okay, so you are controlling the steam giant with your things and trying to lead it in, but it is a bit wild uh, right now, but you're successfully leading it back in, just not perfectly. And so for that round, Zell, you go down to 27, LVC you stay at 30, Eleanor's down to 21, the Slug's down to 44. All right, this is Zell. Let's just keep at it. Uh, okay, also you notice that you feel the power leaving your magical weapons on uh, this round. Okay, this is Zell. I don't think we should try to recharge them because uh, we, we don't have any time to lose now. So uh, can we just proceed? Yes. Uh, yeah, the Selenor, yeah. Okay, so Zell, you 9 and 16. So you do 6 on the slug. Uh, LVC, 11, 16, 8. So you do 8. Uh, wow. Um, slugs roll, These are just the rolls. I'm, I'm 12, 18, and 18 for the slug. So LVC, you take 12 damage, and Zell and you each take 10 more. On the spray. Eleanor, you got a four. Grenada, Okay, Granada, you successfully enter the room with the... the uh, um, you, you successfully get all the way back into the room in front of the slug in this round successfully. Okay, great. Uh, what does that even mean? It means you, you get like around Like with your bonus, you're in the 20... Plus range. Okay, so Zell, you're down to 17. Lord Ventil, you're down to 18. Eleanor, you're down to 11. And the slug is down to 30. Okay, so I think, like, this is, uh, uh, so should I try to grab it and throw it in? Is that what we're doing now? Is this the, the, this the round to try that? I think you could try to pick up the slug. I don't think you could pick it up and throw it in one round because you're You know know what I mean? Okay. Well, I'll try to pick up the slug this round then, and everybody else is going to do the same thing. Uh, This is Eleanor. I think I should probably focus on, I mean, if everybody's okay with that, to start to get connected to the portal and try to close it. And hopefully I don't take any hits or, or anything. Yeah, this is uh, Lord Von Chill. I'm going to—why don't you move uh, behind me? I'll move back. I'll still try to go after the slug, but, uh, yeah, or behind the steam giants. Is that—Zell? Yeah, I think this is a plan. Uh, Let's roll it. Okay, Zell, you got 11 and 4, but with your bonus, uh, your natural bonus, you get to do 6 on the slug. Lord Van Chill four two, four eight, okay fourte okay. So you do seven on the slug. The slug two, nine and nineteen, but with bonuses that means that but Zell or owners behind Lord Von Chill and the Steam Giant. So that means ten on Lord Van Chill and Zell. Uh, Eleanor, you got a 19, so you're very focused and ready to close the portal and you feel connected to it. Uh, Granada, you got a 16, so yeah, you successfully pick up the slug with like, uh, yeah, like you're like a wild Bronco or something, but you're controlling the steam giant, uh, with its things and your, your mind, I think too, but, uh, cause the wrench which we didn't talk about, but that would take too long anyway. But you successfully pick up the slug. Okay. Uh, anything else happening? You, get, you definitely notice the force, uh, the, the steam jet beings are, like, helping you almost, it feels like, and they've pushed other things, are flying back into the portal. You see Wada in the portal, uh reaching out with some sort of water magic too or getting ready for something um and you also sense that the wizard's have been successful you feel some sort of uh, confidence or pulsating okay uh zell i think we should go for it let's try to throw that thing through the portal and close it up uh right yes uh, uh lord von chill yeah Eleanor? Yeah, that's that's the plan. Okay, so you, so Zell, okay, so pretty much the same thing. So Zell, 17, uh, 7, so 7 more, more Borvanchil, okay, 8. Oh, boy, so the slug, as you're trying to throw it or lifting it above your head, it has this other thing it can do, which is like pulsate out its whole body and like this kind of splash. And it does that on Granada to try to hopefully get Granada to, like, to fail. It does 17 on Granada. But, uh, you still hold that light. Well, we'll see when you roll. Okay, this round, you unsuccessfully, you aren't successful in throwing it. You still maintain holding it, but you aren't successful in throwing it. Okay, and we're all close. Uh, What are our numbers here, uh? Oh, you know what? Yeah, the, uh... So, uh the, the, like, uh... The slug is down. The, the, like, I, I think you should keep going. Okay, let's just keep going. Okay, so... Uh, definitely... Zell, like... So, Lord Vanchel can't reach... Zell, you hit the, 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 the slug once. Uh... The slug still does another, um round on, uh, Granada, but at the same time, it's doing that Granada, you successfully throw it in, Eleanor's focused on the thing, so, Granada, you do successfully throw the slug into the, um, portal, but it also is spraying you as that's happening, because, and this isn't cheating either, it's like, this would make sense, uh, like that, the like, uh, the order of action here also mess up on the earlier roll for Granada. So kind of already had but anyway, so you take 32 of damage, uh, and, but you also successfully throw the slug, which it, because what really happened, I just get my notes a little confusing. Sorry, everybody. But, uh, as you threw this successfully through the slug and it sprayed Granada of Darmok, uh, and the slug is thrown in, and Wada, like, catches it in, in the thing, and they pull it in. Uh, and then, Eleanor, uh, you're focused, and, and as soon as the slug goes in and you see it, uh, and you, you make eye contact with Wada and Cece, the slug does uh, even more spray out, uh, but you all fire back in. So there's this other round of bat battle and, uh, so the portal's closing, uh, Zell and Lord Vanchil, you, you're still firing at the thing, Lord Vanchil, I think you would have switched to things, uh, and Granada is, uh, again takes d- damage from the slug. So it's pulled into the portal, and I don't, I don't know, like, it's hard to say, because then the portal closes, it's sucked into the, uh, gem on, uh. In in Eleanor's hand Uh, and so it's gone it's sucked into the gym and Granada lays there um, and calls Lord Von Chill over and they have a moment I think here wait Lord Von Chill does this mean Granada's uh, like uh, oh there's nothing to do because we've used up every uh, oh no and Granada, it looks like it's time for you. Do you have any last things you want to say? Yes, yeah, this is want to call out to Darmak, uh, gelada Tanagra, uh, Shaka, when the walls fell. Uh, I, I think I say Temba, or, oh, did the walls fall, Granada. Thank you for your service. Uh, this is always hard with these end of adventure, like, uh, uh, Granada was great. Uh, couldn't have asked for a better sidekick. I wouldn't have ever considered him a sidekick. And uh, Zell, you, you, you want to take it? You're our leader. Um, as our leader, uh, I think maybe we could just have a— so uh, I think we're now tasked with— we we you know, we want to take a moment to thank uh, Granada and Wada— but we did our job. I think the portal's sealed, and we're sealed here. Our next task would be to protect the portal, because we didn't ask if it could ever be reopened. But I think we have to safely assume that our purpose would be to hide the portal and keep it protected. And we know there's other beings in the spark, and now there's the steam beings. I don't know if we could live with them or leave them to be. Um, so I guess we could have more adventures, but um, we we could probably rest and maybe we just have a short recap session or something. With the DM, um, but I'm proud of all of you. I'm proud to be your leader. And that, I mean, it is hard. These adventures do tend to be anti uh and that's a good thing. We did it. We did what we what was on us, and we acted. Was creative solutions with Granada and and all of us, uh, and while we had some help, we didn't need any outside help to actually complete what we set out to do. And we, you know, we did a sacrifice some things, so I'm proud of all of us. Uh, so yeah, let's do, if we could do a debrief uh, next week. Is a shorter debrief next week? Does that sound good, everybody? Yeah, this is good. This is great. Thanks, everybody. I, yeah, I guess yeah, this is the be- maybe that's the best way to do it because otherwise it's like, huh, that was it. Uh, so, yeah, let's take a break and then we'll catch up. I'll see everybody next week. Then okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, thanks, self. Thanks. Okay. Good night, everybody.